glasses on I was like this is just like what in the world is happening but anyway this is Kiki and Amazon 76 with turd talk so what has been going on with you honey um everything from A to Z <laughs> let me tell you <laughs> well you're let, let's just explain to everybody like just briefly like where you were during this COVID-19. Oh my God. So I moved in with an ex-boyfriend who I thought had good intentions for me. I broke it. I broke up with him. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm 
let me start from the beginning. I moved to Santa Cruz. <laughs> right. In October. I was living in the mountains. I had two jobs. Everything. I mean, it was just crazy. Like, all I did Perfect. Was... What's that? I said it was almost perfect because it kept you busy. It was almost perfect. Yeah, I mean, it was a little rough, you know, and I... I was living in a place with these two older men that never picked up after themselves and it was kind of, but I had my own room, I had my cats, it was fine. Um, I broke up with the boyfriend, I had, had been, he had been mentally abusive since about November of last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I broke up with him and I had to leave. I had to leave because the house sold and I had nowhere to go. So he invited me to live with him. And so he helped me move. It was, he was a pain in the ass. Yeah. He helped me get all my stuff out of my storage, making everything sweet. And Mm -hmm. I ended up uh, on Monday having to call the cops on him because he got physically abusive with me and I slowly started I slowly started losing myself and not being able to have a voice around him which scared the living shit out of me that sounds scary yeah it was I mean I just lived through one nightmare after the next I mean it's like there was times that you said that you had to stay in your car for extra hours because you didn't want to face him Right. Yeah. I mean, as it got towards the end, I moved in with him in March, middle of March, and I would just be gone because I didn't want to be around him. I mean, I still got the where are you, what time are you going to be home type of shit, you know, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to deal with it so I wouldn't yeah I would stay gone till like 9.30 o'clock at night and one this last Sunday. I stayed gone and he was sending me a bunch of really just fucked up messages about me as a person because he slowly started breaking my spirit down. That's what narcissistic abusive mm. people do. Yeah. And because you know me and you know that I've been a very strong woman and I and again. stand up for myself and I don't give a fuck who's around me and you know, I don't, you know, no one breaks me down. Well, he broke me down. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even talk to my family or my friends around him. Yeah. So one night at work, I was getting all these messages and I was like, I'm going to stay later than usual. And mm-hmm. so I did. And it was, and the time he was trying to be sober, he was a really bad drunk. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, I've had my ins and outs with alcohol and drugs for a lot of my life, but I was remaining sober. And when I got home that night, I knew he was drunk. Mm-hmm. And he kept getting closer to me, and I had to tell him to back up. I said, Don't get any closer to me. And I grabbed my mail. I just wanted to see my cat print. Mm-hmm. And he shut the do- bedroom door and. I knew at that point, like, I felt uncomfortable. Well, he grabbed the mail out of my hand and he got closer to me like he was going to do something to me. And I had to call his mom. His mom lived right next door because I felt safe. Mm -hmm. And he was drunk. Mm -hmm. And then, so then you go to um, the safe haven of his mom right and then what how long were you there i spent the night there mm-hmm. and then i i went night. you just stayed a night huh before everything started to shift right i stayed one night and then i got up and i was like i'm just gonna go pack up my stuff and start leaving well apparently he had been up all night he was smoking cigarettes in his house which he never does unless he's like Wasted, or I don't know if he was on pills or on drugs or what he was on, but um, clearly he had been up all night. And I just started packing up my stuff. I was like, "Oh my god, what am I? 
I was scared as I walked mm-hmm. in there. And so I just started packing up my stuff. He got closer to me and then he got a hold of my sweatshirt and threw me on the ground. Wow. And at that point, I was like fearing for what could happen if he was going to physically like kill you. Yeah. Kill me, grab a, grab a weapon, grab anything. Like I had never seen this with him before. Like I never thought in a million years he would ever try to do anything like this to me. And so, you know, I'm a big girl. (laughs) I'm tall. So he couldn't wrestle around with me too much, but he did get me on the ground where he had my hair and I was screaming. Like I had Mm -hmm. to actually scream for help. Wow. And did anybody come to your rescue? No. So you called the police on your cell phone. When did you have time to get your cell phone? Well, that's the thing. I had, I was wrestling around with him and you know excuse me but everything was a blur so I remember right. bits and pieces oh, and that I'm not, I was no by any means I was huh? right I said there's no by any means that I'm trying to interrogate I'm just trying to paint the picture for the listeners because you're tussling it's a blur and as you're tussling you're he got my phone and threw it against the wall wow so I had no help. I had no, I couldn't ha- call anybody. And he obviously was doing that on purpose because he didn't want me to call for help. He was going to get in trouble. He had to have known that he was going to get in trouble. So I reached, my arms are long. I was fighting, you know, and I reached for my phone. I grabbed my phone. I called his mom. His mom didn't answer. And at that point, I got away from him and I walked into the living room kitchen because it was a small one bedroom apartment uh-huh. and he chased me in there and was chasing me around this little island and I had to dodge him like mm. ser- like it was very navigated like I had to if he moved a certain way he would have got a hold of me and he got close to me and I got you know got my fist and punched him in the neck Mm. because he was coming after me I didn't know if he was going to hit me grab a knife whatever Um, so he got away I got away from him and I called the cops I googled fortunately like I googled the cops I didn't know how I did it in that amount of time but when I did that and I was on the phone like fearing for what was going to happen next this is your adrenaline because I even hear it in your voice still trembling yeah that's some scary shit and and what would you <clears throat> with all of that being said because you were pushed into a corner what would you say to your yourself knowing what you know now for the listeners that would listen to this and you know domestic violence is no joke it, it can happen to a woman it can happen to a man it can happen to anybody it doesn't necessarily mean that it always is the antagonizer man. Um, there are some women um, that are like that. I'm going to get into that after this story. But mm-hmm. what would you what would you say to yourself now, knowing what you know? What would you say to her before she packs up her stuff and makes this decision? What would you say before who packs up her stuff? You, you speaking oh. to yourself in a, a figurative way like what would you left s- yeah before you like if you had a time machine and you could rewind like the movie blink and have the remote in your hand and you rewind to that part where your house is going to be sold where you were living with the roommates and you needed to move what would you what would you tell yourself if you knew the outcome of that situation what would you think that you would have said he's a monster don't do it do you feel that you do you feel that in the back of your head you thought of that yeah i just felt desperate mm-hmm. and do you feel that a lot of women that are in 
like true just domestic like for years and when I say true not that yours is untrue I'm saying like for years like cohabitating and just yeah yes yeah there's no way out that they have no that there is and I want to say there is a way out you just have to make a choice right you really do and and I made the choice to call the cops and that was Mm -hmm. it like I knew that was it that was it it's a scary shit I saw him walk away Mm. and that's I'm still dealing with the in my head what he well it was just seven days ago (sighs) yeah This is recent. This is not something that, you know, I mean, I can still hear it in your voice. To deal with COVID-19, to deal with real, real freaking issues simultaneously at the same time. My goodness. Wait a minute. And that's not it. I mean, I saw the guy walk away in handcuffs and the, the thank God for the Santa Cruz police. They mm-hmm. are not kidding around when it comes to domestic violence or maybe anything else at that for that matter because they were there within 10 minutes 15 minutes but I was able to escape out of the house to his parents and I I walked outside and the cop was like looking I was like he's back there wow mm-hmm. and they just gave him a day to oh, what five within five minutes he was had he had handcuffs because it didn't take the officer long he told me to stay right here the guy was drunk he almost got tased the officer said he wasn't complying with what he was asking he wasn't asking or he wasn't answering any questions um and his parents bailed him out of jail wow and then once they make that decision what was the conversation with the mom she allowed me to stay at their house until I figured something out, but I had to figure that I had to come back to Bakersfield, you know, and, and mm-hmm. be somewhere where I tried to leave and get away from for years. And it was really hard for me to, to leave, but she sat down and told me if he gets arrested, you can't stay here anymore. And I didn't want to be there anyways, because right. I need to get rid of that shit like cancer. And that means his fucking family. Right. Because they were obviously on his side. They, his well, mom did not regard the fact that he physically abused me. And, and it's the toss of the coin. There are some moms that feel for you as a woman. And it's, it's hard because it's your child and you wouldn't want to see that. But to, to just shun someone in a desperate situation with no regard for their their misbehavior is just ridiculous. I don't understand that. I don't understand people like that. That can just, you know, it's my son or my daughter and that's it. It's like, Jesus, yeah, but they're not two. They're an adult now. You have to think like, what would you do if it happened to you? Right. Like if you were put in that situation or whatever, I don't, I mean, I don't want to say stuff, but I'm just saying that if me having my kids, oh, and I mean, yeah, if I had a son and he did that to, I would, I would be livid. Bailed him out of jail. Mm But if I had a son, he would never treat women that way because I would make sure at a young age that he knew that he needed to respect women and treat women with kindness and love. Right. But then there are those chicken heads, those ones that, you know, do stuff like that lady that played in Aquaman that was married to Johnny Depp and how, you know, the Me Too movement came and and she had a recording of herself. What was her name, babe? But it was the girl that played the supporting actress of Aquaman. 
and she was on the phone with Johnny Depp and Johnny Depp is just so monotone. Well, you know, I just, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she's just going on calling him a pussy. And that's why I had to, I had to hit you. I'm paraphrasing. It's not the exact, but she literally beat that man. But she, she tried to twist it before the tape came out and said that she was involved in the Me Too. So it's, it hurts because when people are truly in those situations, there are those that are opportunists that utilize those rights to, to make the man look the lesser. You know, it, it, it sucks. And it comes to find out that Johnny Depp, he didn't even do none of that stuff. So there are those no people that do that too. Yeah. What? Yeah. Really? I, yeah, let me look it up on my phone. I mean, on my um, laptop. Because <clears throat> it was, I was listening to the videotape and I was just like, that's freaking nuts. Where did you find it on, babe? Here, let me see if I can play it on my um, laptop. Well, my cat never came back. <laughs> my cat never came. Well, what? Yeah, the cat, okay. Stopped. I stopped panicking. My cat disappeared tonight. That's the third thing on the list, but I'll tell you that there's something else. Hold on. I'm opening up my handy dandy look. Thank God it wasn't Sunday because my homework for Sunday is terrible. I don't know. Um, what is it under? I'm trying to get my charger because my phone's about to die. (sighs) Is it Amber? Okay. I'm queuing it up. One of the great challenges in this world. All right. Can you hear that? The commercial not sponsored by me. (laughs) Okay. So I'm just going to let that play the commercial, whatever, and then um, play this. Can you hear it? I could hear what you just Played, yeah. Okay, hold on. All right, I'm going to play it right now. Are responding to audio that was posted this week by the Daily Mail, which was one of the conversations that Amber recorded. What the hell? I really don't want to see her, huh? All right, here we that go. That was posted this week by the Daily Mail, which was one of the conversations. This that is Amber February 3rd, 2020. Johnny Johnny's lawyer has confirmed that the recording is real. Yeah, so in the clip, Johnny's saying that Amber punched him, and Amber's saying that was more of a slap. So Amber says, babe, you're not punched. I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you, God. I sometimes get so mad I lose it. I can promise you I can do everything to change. I can't promise you I won't get physical again. And Johnny is heard saying, I do not want to leave you. I do not want a divorce. I do not want you out of my life. I just want peace. If things get physical, we have to separate. Now, of course, Amber filed for divorce in 2016, alleging domestic violence. It became a very contentious divorce. They eventually settled and Johnny gave Amber $7 million, which she donated to charity. Now, Johnny's lawyer has responded to this audio being released, telling USA Today the first confessional tape she made reveals a conversation any real abuse victim will recognize all too well, exposes that misheard, perpetuated serial violence against Mr. Depp and concocted an elaborate abuse hoax to cover it up. Ms. Heard gives a motive for her violence. Mr. Depp was always trying to split to escape her abuse. And Amber's lawyer has also responded, saying the fact that a woman fights or talks back does not mean that she has not been the subject of repeated domestic violence and abuse. It's a myth to say, as Mr. Depp apparently is implying, that if Ms. Heard slapped him, then she can't also be a victim. That is just not true. That's all if it's punch or snap or slap. So not cool. It is assault. Joint is not. There are no victims. 
all day back and forth. Oh, well, anyway, that's not the one. I want to hear the audio. But she was really, like, going freaking crazy. And that that comes from um, uh, uh, Canada uh, Entertainment News. So let me see. Where, where did you find the video, Martin? Oh, I hate being old. <laughs> when I get ready for bed, I don't have my glasses and I can't freaking uh, Amber. Oh, just like an old woman. Yeah, Amber Heard audio. Let me see. It's an hour long. So, um, but it was crazy. I'm trying to find the audio um, because it's just ridiculous. It's just really, really ridiculous. Let's see. Here it is. Conversation. You're my favorite person in the world. If you weren't, you're the most magnetic, shiny beautiful, interesting, dynamic person I had ever met in my life, it would be so easy to walk away from this bratty thing that you do. Untrustworthy. Did you hear what I just said? I said I can't trust. I can't trust. That's not meaning you're untrustworthy. It means we've created a situation. This is Amber Heard arguing with Johnny Depp. We've created a situation in which there there cannot be trust can't grow it's like it's trampled every single time and we need a marriage that's why i sat down do you not remember me sitting down at the very beginning of this conversation and saying just that to you say i know you got married for security and for safety so did i we did not get married because it was something that we're doing you know for because it was something we could walk away we wanted situation no you're trying to justify how you don't or do come to the door no, I'm, ju- justifying, no I'm justifying how you, you you seem to think that there's this cowardice in me that runs away and I don't fight for you. And you're justifying that by saying I throw pots and pans? Okay, cool. Let's no, talk about everything you do wrong. I'm not the one who fucking did that. I don't fucking, I didn't. So that makes, so that makes sense. So that I, that's no. clear. Yeah. Do I, do I, the only time I ever threw anything at you was when you fucking are you, threw the cans at me in Australia. Why are you trying to justify who throws things based because on whether that, or not you come knocking on the door and because that is a fucking irrational and violent fucking maneuver How so a man would want to get other? out of that area so that he doesn't get so fucking angry that he actually does pop the fucking wife how does one inform the other oh man go home and listen to the tape single time you latch onto some sort of thing when i already told you i don't know what you're fucking talking about you don't even know what you're talking about you still haven't even told me what it is but run with it you i have told you what it is no you haven't i said to travis i said no i said to you hey tell travis what just happened you well, told me to do it you yeah. told me to you said go do that i said no tell, tell him what just happened and, I lied. and that you punched me in the you're fucking right. thing and you, you spit in the face out. and you said no oh, fuck it i didn't what the fuck are you talking about and I, I watched you lie, you. and then I, I didn't see, punch you. And then By the way, you, I'm sorry that I didn't uh, you, uh, uh, hit you across the face in a proper slap, but I was hitting you. I'm not punching you. But you're not punched. Don't tell me what it feels like to be punched. You, you know, you, you've been a lot of times, been around a long time. No. Yeah, no, right? when you fucking have a closed fist. I'm sorry I hit you like this, but I did not punch you. I did not fucking deck you. I fucking was hitting you. you I don't know what the full motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. How are your toes? How, what am I supposed to do? Do this? How are your I, toes? I'm not sitting here bitching about it, am I? You are. Oh, That's the difference between me toes. and you. You're a fucking baby. Because you start you physical fights? You're a baby! Because you, the fuck up, Because you start baby. physical fights? I did wow. start physical fights. Yeah, you did, so I had to because, get the fuck out of there. Yes. You did. So you did the right thing, the big thing. You know what? You are admirable. Every wow. single time. What what's your excuse? When you so she sounds like he, my ex-boyfriend, and I sound like Johnny Depp. <laughs> yep, and that's what I'm saying. 
there's just some evil freaking people out there that are narcissists and you heard how, no, you heard how she kept saying oh i'm sorry i didn't have a, a open fist it shouldn't have hurt you you still hit him right you still were throwing but pots and pans at him <laughs> narcissists do they evade everything that they do to to act like they have done nothing wrong mm-hmm. so what alan did and what he told his mom that he had no memory of doing anything to me that day. Mm. All that he remembers is, did I throw her phone? That's all. Wow. That's she's like. That's all he remembers, and it, it's the alcohol. You know, I know it's the alcohol, and I know you know too, Alicia, that he just gets really mean when he's on alcohol. But that's no excuse. Well, she was making plenty of excuses for her son that mm-hmm. fucking physically put me in harm's way and made me call the cops because I felt unsafe mm-hmm. where I was living where I was supposed to be loved it's and crazy. cared for and cared about mm-hmm. I was made to think that this person loved me And that's scary when you when your back's against the wall and you have to make a desperate uh, uh, escape to something because you didn't live out there for a long period of time. You moved, you uprooted yourself before all of this stuff happened, and you you know you were rocking and rolling, and the people sold their home. COVID nineteen affected your job. So it wasn't like you had a good nest egg to where you couldn't go and uh, rent from someone else because there was not really a lot of places for you to work. So then you go to this person that was your ex, but you didn't think that it was going to be as bad as it was, but it did turn out that way. And then for their mom to just like, you know, that's just hard, man. Cause it's like, you know, we're both moms, but at the same time, it's like, where where do you draw that line right where do you that's the that's the conundrum where do you draw that line because you heard that lady amber heard arguing with johnny depp she was an ass and i just want to let people know that women can be assholes too yeah and how did he have did he record that because yeah he recorded that 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 was a personal she, recording. She knew, she knew that she was being recorded. It's about 46 minutes long, and I got this off of uh, Uber. I mean, Uber. Jesus, I heard a car beeping. YouTube. <laughs> yeah. So, without all that happening, can I just say I had a so called friend that was, you know, one of my good friends I've known for years. Like, she's like a ride or die friend and mm-hmm. she's like yeah you and Candace would really you know I, I want you to get to know Candace and she hadn't known her that long but it was her neighbor right well, I but before her- we get into that let's go to a quick commercial break and okay. we'll be right back so cool how it just does that yep we're back with turd talk this is kiki and amazon 76 yes see i like doing it in 30 minute increments because it's easier for um people to listen to oh because i used to just do it like in um an hour but i'm like it's my podcast i could get up check on the kids we can come back to it if you don't want to uh, finish right now, we can pause and then we just pick up where we left off. And I could do multiple people like that. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So um, before we were leaving and taking our little TT breaks and stuff, what what was it that you were saying now? Um. Uh... 
wow, I just got a text from a friend in Santa Cruz. Um, I was just saying that I had a friend tell me, you know, you should keep in contact with this girl. So we met one one time, and mm-hmm. we were drinking and whatever. But that's all. Like, I mean, I just thought she was kind of like weird, but whatever. Like, I didn't think anything of it. But we kept in contact, and she knew kind of maybe a couple weeks about what was happening uh-huh. through the time that I was having with my ex. Right? Well. Mm-hmm. She's like, if you feel like you have to leave, you know, you have a room here and you could come and stay here. And I was like, well, that's nice. You know, thank you for offering. But well, the time came and I took her up on her offer. And when I needed to flee and I had to leave from his parents' house, I, I said, I'm coming. I need a place to stay because my parents didn't really have room for me at their house Mm -hmm. and I have three cats and she said yeah bring your cats so she had an extra room so I thought perfect well it wasn't far from perfect the girl was a fucking psycho really I yeah first night I got there we did a couple shots of tequila whatever it was fine the next day was whatever I don't remember I mean my days are kind of like scattered and blurred yeah uh, mm-hmm. and I just lost my cat that I've had for over 10 years tonight <sighs> hoping that he comes back to me in the morning um, if not I'm just going to be a total wreck <laughs> I'm not already right now but uh, she came home with her sister mm-hmm. um you know, we would talk like roommates or whatever. Like, I only stayed there for like four nights. Right. She left and went on a walk, but she came back at 12 o'clock. P.M. or A.M.? P.M. No, A.M. With her sister and started yelling and like saying she couldn't handle shit. And I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. Like, I'm going to go hang out with my cats and go to sleep. Well, she was doing things as a crazy person would do as she was making stuff up about me like saying this is for example I'm going to go take a shit in the bathroom I told her she could go in and then go take a shower in mine because this is what you do this is what a person does exactly she was saying that I took a shit in her bathroom and then went to take a shower in mine, which I could have very well used her that bathroom because it was close to the bedroom I was staying in. But she was being so loud about it. And then, after everything that I had just been through, she was shouting, oh, I just took in a stranger that I don't even fucking know, and I'm supposed to feel sad for her? And she was saying it loud. Why? Because she's crazy. Wow. I didn't know this girl. But I accepted her offer. And God, I just feel like an idiot. No. So I got woke up at 3.30 in the morning. And she opened the door. And she's like, get out of my house. I didn't do anything. I actually had got her flowers to tell her how much I appreciated what she did for me. Her spirit wasn't used to people being kind to her, so you shook her. Well, I feel it's spiritual warfare right now, and it's the light battling the dark. Like, it's really profound. I mean, dealing with two really evil spirits souls as you know we're both spiritual so yes. I'm taking this in a spiritual sense yes as that I was fighting this darkness and I, I think it took hold of me and I was almost I would say almost powerless in the ex-boyfriend situation to where he made me feel powerless and she almost did the same thing to me mm-hmm. do you think that in your personal bubble of COVID 
in your personal world do you feel that things are getting taken away because you're going to get blessed times three i sure hope so but do you feel that though because hoping and 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 knowing so are two different feelings right now to tell you the truth I don't know, Kim. I can't give you that answer. I I really don't understand why. No, and that's the right answer. But that's the whole reason why we have this, why we have these talk sessions. Because when you have other people listening, I just want people to know that we're real people. And we have real freaking thoughts. It's not freaking cookie cutter. There might be days that I make sense. There might be days that I don't make sense or whoever else is on the other line. It's just we need realness. And you're you're literally feeling something that's so profoundly real that you can't make that shit up. And I just pray. I pray when I talk to my friends or people that that want to, you know, come on the turd talk if it's not me and my husband or whatever to just share their thoughts. I mean, don't you feel that that's what we need right now? Because if we're going to go into a world of um, uh, social distancing, because you know how everything is a freaking trend because people are drones. Yeah, I I, I, I ain't one of them. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. Like, we're aware. But I'm saying that there are people that are going to be the new hipsters for social distancing and taking it to the max. To where there will probably be lesser people uh, in crowds, which is a good thing. Probably be more people doing things at home. Um, but uh, I wonder if it'll make people have the excuse of not doing more stuff that they weren't doing already. Oh my, God. my cat. My cat's outside. Did you do the thing I told you to do earlier? I did. Mm-hmm. And tell the lovely listeners what I told you to do before I leave. Hold on. Okay. We're gonna get to something, something else. Hey, babes. Babes. Hey, babes. Hey, printers. Hi, bubs. Hi. No, you're not leaving. No. No, stop. 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 Don't get to me. Cause me crying. Cause me to freak the fuck out. Why do you do that? Well, he's being shook because he's been in different locations. I know. You know, so catnip is really good for his um, stress. So he won't try to run away. And put butter on his feet. Huh? Put butter on his feet. I know it might sound ridiculous, but if you're unable to control your animals when you're gone, it would behoove you to put butter on their feet. I okay. I'll because listen. the kitties I, I have know been you told me that before. Yes, because the kitties will lick the butter scent and, and at first they'll they'll just be closer to home. So the, the butter scent will be, you know, you that, food? that'll be their familiar scent or whatever. But every cat, every cat that I have had, I have done that old school trick and none of my cats have ran away. Well, I, you know, it's that's great. And I... That's awesome. I've never tried that before. I'm telling fun. you, try to try. I'm telling you, I have a feeling that you should utilize the butter trick on especially him because he looks like he's gonna be antsy and he's gonna run away again. Because he's your little opportunist. Well, he saw an opportunity and and literally ran. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you should put butter on all their feet. Because um, it don't look like your mom is just going to let them sit up in the room all day. She wasn't paying attention. And you know what? It's because I didn't remind her. Here, babes. 
and he has a collar on him that has his name and his my number and I just opened up the window the screen I don't care if fucking somebody tried to break in I just want my cat back so there he was trying to get in through the screen (laughs) put butter on your cat's feet have you ever known a girl to freak panic and say nope. I don't know what I'm gonna do with nope, that mic? Because you know what? Before they do before animals were domesticated, they were freaking wild. So I don't give a fadoodle. I'll just get another one. If it really wants to be because cats are like that. The dogs are different. Dogs are different. Dogs dogs need you to love them. They will die if you don't love them. It's a known freaking fact. They love to be pet. They love to be around their owners. When my when my dogs are outside, when my dogs are outside for a long length of time and I'm really busy and I'm unable to like really give them attention, you can see it in their eyes that they re- they'll literally try to break into the house just to lick on you and say, I love you. Cats don't give a fuck about you. Let you not feed them. They'll come and want to cuddle with you, purring all in your ear, wanting to, you know, dang near freaking molesting you with their paws, like, you know, like they milking your belly or boobs or whatever. Like, come on, mom, please. Come on, dad, please come and feed me. And then as soon as you freaking fill their water and food, they get a full belly. They like, Bobby, bye, Felicia. I'll need you. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's cats. Cats are very independent. Cats cats are for lazy, lazy pet owners, I swear. Because they, I mean, they're so self-maintained. What are you trying to say? <laughs> I have cats too, because I'm just saying both both are very different creatures to take care of. I don't take see me, it's like I have my cats because I don't well, want listen, to- you have to understand I've had this cat for over 10 years and he's oh, no. the only one. I'm not talking about you. I'm just saying the behavior of a cat, a behavior of a cat and a behavior of a dog are different. Oh, two different things, like night and day. Yeah. And I'm saying a cat is like lazy, kind of like, you know, chill. They don't do nothing. You don't play with a cat. You have to play with a dog. Like you literally have to take those assholes outside and take them for a walk. You don't have to do that with a cat. You could sleep. You could work 16-hour days just as long as the kitty litter and the food is at their disposal. They don't give a freaking fadoodle about you. Well, I like to think that they do. <laughs> well, I mean, they do, but it's like they're in their own little world. Like, there's times that they want to play with you, and then there's times it's like you could do and I freaking trick. Even- yeah, even my mom said tonight, she's like, I feel really bad, but she's like, you know, you have been under a lot of stress and, and my cats have felt the stress. My cats didn't even want to come out of the closet where I, when I was living with that guy and I'm not going to say his name, mm-hmm. they would, he would not come out of the closet. And this cat, my cat Prince used to sleep on my bed right next to me, crawl up next to me and cuddle with me every night. Mm. Well, the reason why I'm telling you to put uh, butter on their feet is because you're back in Bakersfield and cats are not stupid. They have a sense of direction. So if you live closer to because one of my cats did this to me and and one of my older friends said you should have put butter on their feet. I said, okay. They said, you're supposed to keep the cats in that and the, the cats in the room in the same room in the same room for like a month so they can get their like their clock or whatever um their area like they're used to the area I've had to leave no no that's what I'm saying so you you have to accelerate it and put the butter on the feet because the butter the the butter is it's like a a, um it's a, a familiar scent it's something that their owner gave them it's like a little treat and they oh. lick it but the thing is is that they'll still smell it around the house when they, they leave 
uh-huh so the further they get away the the they'll stay in that area because they'll oh, think I that see. the butter they'll think that the butter is just in that area okay because okay, Bucci Bucci only goes as far as the butter would take him he doesn't really go that far he stay he he goes up the block and back but we every house that he goes in but he doesn't go that far and then he 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 um I have him trained to where he knocks on the door when it's time for him to come in I mean yeah, you've well, been at that house and he does that do you feel better, sir? That you got out. He's stressed. Get him some cat. Get him some cat. Uh, catnip. Do you feel better, sir? I'm sorry. You feel better? It's just me. Thank God, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Thank God, you scared the living shit out of me. I knew it was gonna come back. Well, you know the thing is too. I used to live here in this house. He knows, I don't know if he remembers or if cats can remember that far back, but he knows this house or he's been in this house before and he's gotten out plenty of times. (sighs) All right. So now we're done with that. (laughs) Tell everybody what I told you to do while we were talking privately about the cat situation. About the butter? No. When you lost the cat, the cat was gone. What is it? That oh, you- oh, okay. Yeah, well, you did. You helped me kind of navigate through that because everybody else was like, oh my God, he'll come back. He'll come back. And like, that's not helping me. Mm-hmm. So you helped me. I had to go to my daughter's room because you know she has supplies in her room and she's getting back to her spirituality luckily I found some frankincense in her room mm. hmm. Mm-hmm. I grabbed a stick of frankincense I lit it I lit my I have my road opener candle burning right now mm-hmm. um, which I got at Foodsco and they sell that shit at Foodsco mm-hmm. <laughs> Walmart here Wasco girl has bundles of sage Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's good for a pinch. I'm not going to say I would do any magical workings with it, but it's good for, for smudging. Right. Well, yeah, I didn't put any oils, but I put a few herbs in this candle, but I lit that incense. You told me mm-hmm. to light, light an incense, and I got what I could find. I lay down on the little mattress that I have where I used to have an apartment, and now I'm sleeping on a mattress which I'm grateful for but I lay down on my mattress and I just took a few breaths and I really pictured him coming home mm-hmm. to I told you I said told you I said picture him coming home to you picture his essence picture his spirit mm-hmm. I did and I, I I did and I pictured or I felt him going, I just needed to get away. Mm-hmm. He needed to take a walk. He needed to be alone. Yeah. Sometimes that's what they want. Sometimes, sometimes that's what I, I personally, because cats are such free-spirited people that I feel weird unless it's in their demeanor because I've had several cats unless it's in their demeanor that they don't want to leave the house i had one right. uh essence when oh, i would go to my friend dead beetle's house when i would go to her house she would walk all the way to dead beetle's house and knock on the door no lie like if she was up right now i at her on the on the podcast but yeah and she's like is that your cat i said yeah she says i've never seen nobody have a cat follow them like that i said because i put butter on their feet and she was like oh my god so anytime i would walk out the house i would just put butter on her feet so she would follow me because 
she it's not because she's knocking on the door she's knocking on the door because she's thinking that she's going to get a treat of butter on her feet so she would just walk then that was her exercise but she she really never liked leaving the house but they follow that they just like the smell just a nice little treat between their paws because you know they're always licking yeah but I'm glad you got your kitty back oh for lord for god's sakes me too I think he just really did want to you know he's been through a lot and animals really feel the stress and he didn't you know how I said that he used to sleep by me I mean Mm -hmm. he's like my trusted companion who I've had with me for probably was cussing your ass out on that fucking walk too (laughs) oh (laughs) oh my gosh if we could just Uh, you know what I'm sure (laughs) oh my goodness like, I don't know where mama taking me now. Now she's taking me back where I used to be, but I think I was. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> oh, my God. Poor baby. You need to treat him and go to get him some catnip uh, bubbles. You want some catnip bubbles, Prenti? Some some cats like the spray. Some cats like the bubbles or the um, just the old school um, putting it in the a ball or sock or something. I need to go. I'll go get some tomorrow. Yeah, get him a nice treat of catnip because he probably just really needs to like mellow out. Because that is a lot. All of them probably need it. How are your other cats doing? They're fine. Mm-hmm. My my black and white tuxedo cat he's like the chillest cat and he knew what was going on and he was just laying in his bed like I couldn't do anything about it (laughs) (laughs) that's the one that will always be nipping at my toes I don't know why that's Violet Violet. Violet. Mm, mm, mm. are you trying to get out again no. He really wants to be gone. Mm-hmm. Butter on the feet. Butter on the feet. Well. And sometimes, knows. you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes if they're up in age, you know, they like to walk away when they're getting older. What does that mean? Just being by themselves, just not dying. Just they want to walk away. They just want to explore. Yeah. My cat's not walking away from me, damn it. (laughs) I know, but just for a little bit. I mean, even if it's just when you go out and take a smoke break you have it to where the kitty can go by or whatever and you just or get a cat leash don't you have one no prince no I need to get one yeah take him on a walk you want to go on a walk that's what I need to do for you I need to get you a leash and take you on a little walk Mm mm-hmm I mean, I've seen people do that for their kitties because sometimes all that stress, maybe he's just all wound up and he just has to work some stuff out and he'll get back to normal in the next couple of weeks. But he probably just... I don't think anything will be back to normal until I get my own place or Well, I'm saying his own little mind with the shock with where you were, that affects them. So the next couple of weeks, maybe just taking him out for a walk, whatever... Um, help him not be as antsy to run out because he'd be too tired to. All right. So enough about my cat, and although he's trying to get out right now. <laughs> um. So, what are your plans for tomorrow? 
You know, I've been doing Instacart and DoorDash, which has been pretty lucrative until I got to Bakersfield. I mean, the price. Girl, you got to do shipped. Shopped. I sent it to you. Well, I'm doing both. I'm doing Instacart and, and DoorDash. DoorDash is pretty good. I mean, it stays busy here. Like, it's only Tuesday, right? Or Wednesday. But um, I made $115 so far. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's not bad. How many hours? And then I still have one, two, three, five days left out of this week. Wow. um, Let's see. Yeah, one fifteen seventy. I started on the thirteenth, and I made twenty five dollars. Um, I made what's today the fifteenth? Uh, I think yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, sixteenth really. Oh yeah. So yesterday I made forty five, forty six, forty seven, fifty seven, sixty seven, twenty seven. I made $92 yesterday. Wow. In DoorDash. Really? Yeah. How many hours, though? So that was... I took breaks. Let's see. I went... I started at 11.45, and I ended at 1 o'clock. So let's just say an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one hour... Um, an hour and a half. Two hour, two and a half hours. Because usually when I do Uber, when I do... Not quite five hours. Yeah. So that's four and a half, four and a half hours. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's about what you make in Uber. So 92 divided by 4.5, 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't take breaks. I... I, I, I take breaks or I'll go nuts no I mean I take breaks but I take like 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 prison breaks union breaks uh, uh, like you know I don't know it's just I, I don't I want to be home so I try to accelerate my my hours like I'll, I'm like I start at um, seven in the morning and then I drive all the way until, because I make sure I have my shakes in my car and I have my gum. I always have to have gum because I have to have something to chew on so I don't be munching. And then uh, two bottles of water. And so I'll drive from seven and all the way until about 12. And then at 12 o'clock I put gas in the car if I need to depending on my my you know but I always make sure that I have like a full tank so if it's on half I'll just put another 20 and then I'll go to the bathroom at the gas station walk around the car do the windshield wipers you know clean out the car make sure nobody left anything in the car and then I'll wait at the gas station and I'll start again drive for another three hours or two and a half hours and I'll pretty much be done and have my a hundred dollars a hundred dollars within the same length so do you when you do uber do you have a quota or do you just go for like a scheduled amount of hours I go for a schedule I go for my quota my quota is a hundred dollars it used to be 200 but because of COVID-19 I I have not really been hitting it hard because I'm just right so um in five hours before all of this in Bakersfield I was making 200 and uh 200 a day yeah 
I was making good money doing Lyft out up in Northern California too, and I haven't touched Lyft. The I haven't touched Lyft since this has all happened. Yeah, it was just like I was, I was, I was, I was doing good. Like I was literally making money that was equivalent to what I was doing at the convalescent. So I, I, I felt good about my decision. And then the world just changed and my money changed and the way that I thought changed and it was just a stressful thing um, just to go through that. It just made my brain hurt because it's like, you know, okay, I'm going to pay my bills. I'm, 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 I'm doing this. And then, oh, by the way, you got to wear a mask. You got to wear gloves. We're not going to give them to you, but you have, you have to make sure that you wear it. That is the most asinine thing that I've ever heard. You're going to have to driving for you in a ride share and you're not going to provide a mask. I don't care if you got people to make them with cloth. You know? It's like you have all these ride share people having us driving and stuff, but they're not giving us the proper stuff to protect ourselves. It's kind of wicked crazy yeah so can we get back to that speaking of wicked I feel that we are battling because of what I just went through Mm -hmm. I mean I went through one right after the other I call it psycho number one and psycho number two because I don't like saying names hold on before we get back to that because you know it's that lovely 30 minutes Oh, yeah, it is. We'll be right back. Uh, yeah.